0: Hello everybody and welcome to Harbor Speaks. Election time for the City of LA's 15th District Council office is just one year away. And today we're going to be talking with one of the candidates, Danielle Sandoval. She is running for the position and she's gonna tell us her views on the way she wants to approve the district. Of my career, for 40 years I've worked in the nonprofit field. During this time, I noticed there are hundreds of nonprofits organizations, and individuals making a positive difference in their community. My mission is twofold, to inform the communities of these organizations, individuals, and businesses, and to recruit help for these organizations. We're going to take a short break. When we return, we'll be talking with Daniel Sandoval, candidate for the 15th District of LA City. We'll be right back. everyone. I have in my office, Danielle Sandoval. Welcome, Danielle. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you for the invitation.
0: Well, I'm really happy you could be here. Uh, Tell me about yourself. What are some of your past experiences?
1: So before I get into that, I actually want to thank you for your leadership and providing a platform to get information out to the community. I think it's very important that more community members step in and be in leadership roles and do the outreach so we can educate our community on what's going on. Well, thank you very person. much. You're welcome. Well, so yes, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, so um, I lived in the harbor area for almost a decade. And um, during that time, I became a community um, advocate through the neighborhood council system. That's where I got started. Um, and from there, I just started um, connecting, networking, with nonprofit organizations, other leaders in the community, and just trying to navigate our local government. And um, it was an amazing experience. I am now ending my term as the president of the Harbor City Neighborhood Council. And, you know, closing that chapter and stepping into a new role where I can actually make change and uh, have an impact on our community, things that we need, resources and... uh, we need some policy changes as well. Yeah, well,
0: the election's always coming up, and it, it it's, it's always an exciting time because you meet a lot of candidates and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what type of education have you had?
1: So um, I actually... Oh, my gosh. So um, I actually was a, um, a mother at a young age uh, in high school. I went to uh, Abraham Lincoln High School in Northeast Los Angeles, Lincoln Heights. And um, my... Uh, son's father, we were childhood friends, high school sweethearts. And um, in high school, I knew it was important for me to continue my education, as well as survive and get food on the table for our young child. And um, I continued my education. I went to trade tech. Um, I really didn't have a, a goal, or I wasn't mentored into a, a direction of where I needed to go. It was more survival. And, you know, a lot of our community members, especially in the communities of color, were still surviving. And so when I went to school, I took classes that would um, help me um, survive and put food on the table. So I took paralegal courses, I took real estate classes, I took, um, uh, any type of workshop, uh, nor public classes, just uh, money making, which then turned into me becoming an entrepreneur. And so um, I had several businesses, I worked several jobs, retail, hospitality, I worked for attorneys, um, I worked for a CFP, a certified financial planner. Um, my life has really been an educational um, journey, any job that I had, I took that education and I utilized it. So I really became um, a jack of all trades, <laughs> master of all. And so um, in doing that, I've always tried to give back to the community and aspire others within the community that took you know, that hard road. And so that's what I continue to do, and I continue to give back, and I continue to educate. Anything that I have to give, I am there to give it. If if I could help somebody, if I could, if it could change somebody's life just a little bit, that's that's a positive, and that's always been something that I've just you know deep inside of me that I've always wanted to do for our community.
0: Well, so your involvement with the uh, neighborhood council. So mm-hmm. you were the president. For how long?
1: For the past three years, I've been the president. I actually started on the Central San Pedro Neighborhood Council. Um, I didn't know anything about neighborhood councils when I got on. Um, I actually had opened a small business, a restaurant in San Pedro. And um, I often tell the story how I got involved. There was a tree in front of my business. And I called the city. And I said, oh, um, is there any way that we can you know, get the tree trimmed and pruned? and they said no there's no money in the budget and I was surprised I said okay well um can I do it myself and I said oh sure and you can also apply for a rebate and I said okay they said 50% and you also have to pull permits I'm like wait a minute so I have to pay it pay for it to get trimmed I have to I will only get 50% back and I have to pull permits that's I don't know if that's a good deal. So I actually was telling one of my patrons in my restaurant um, what had transpired. And I said, oh, you should join the neighborhood councils. So um, I went, I applied, and I was elected. And on the first day was the actual first time I've ever been to a neighborhood council. And I was elected the treasurer. I was the treasurer for four years. I um, ran for re-election. I did a second term. And I actually created a business committee. And since I was also a business owner, we um, created the small committee and we started talking about um, how we were gonna change downtown, what our goals were, what our vision was, and that's how I really started getting involved. Um, My second year on the neighborhood councils is when I joined the neighborhood council budget advocates. And so they are the financial committee of the city. And We're citywide. I'm still involved with the budget advocates. I love the budget. That's my forte And we go into the different city departments. We review their budgets annually. We make recommendations We meet with the CFOs the GMs and it's, it's all the, the discussions are all wrapped around the city's budget So I'm very very knowledgeable in that area.
0: Good. So you were on the council for. San Pedro's, one of San Pedro's Neighborhood yes. Councils, but also in Harbor. Yes, in, in Harbor, Harbor City. Yeah.
1: So um, we, me and my husband were looking to uh, for a home. Um, I have a young child, of a six-year-old child, and we needed a bigger home. He needed a yard to play in. And so we went looking around, and we found a home in Harbor City. So I joined, there was an there was a open seat, there was a vacancy on the Harbor City Neighborhood Council, so i applied i joined and i was actually on both for a year and i was maintaining those two positions on treasurer for both at one point and then once my term ended i became the president for harper city neighborhood council and i've served three years as the president for the harper city neighborhood council
0: so yeah you have, you know about the concerns of the community in both san pedro and
1: actually, I know the concerns of every community within our district because I've never limited myself. I've always um, built that bridge to our other communities. So I have great partnerships and relationships with all of the neighborhood councils within our district
0: Wow! So, and
1: throughout the city, by the way.
0: Right. So is that, is that what made you decide to run for council?
1: Yes, absolutely. So it was really the red tape and just, um, I I, I really knew that there was more that I can do. I just felt that I outgrew the um, the neighborhood council system and I needed to take that next step, that next leap.
0: So you'll be taking that big step uh, with with this full year. You got a full year to campaign then, right?
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well. Uh, what are some of the changes you'd like to see made? And so we'll say, let's say, uh, let me say, uh, San Pedro. Is there some things you'd like to see changed there?
1: Well, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of projects in the pipeline that have been paused because of the pandemic, and so um, we need to finish that. We need to get that completed, especially the waterfront. You know that San Pedro has been waiting for that waterfront for my husband said twenty years. They've been waiting to do that. So I'm really excited to see that you know, be completed. Um, We will have to finish what's in the pipeline. There's a lot of projects that are still incomplete. And I think before we move forward, we need to finish that. So in
0: Harbor City, what would you like to see changed?
1: You know, it's uh, often people say, what would you like to see? I don't see it that way. I believe that every community has their own vision and their own goal. And so we need to collaborate with those community people and say, what is your goal? And then we need to work on that together. So um, that's what I actually believe. I don't believe it's my vision, and I don't believe it's my voice. It's, it's the community's voice, and we need to empower the community.
0: But uh, you have heard some of the concerns.
1: Oh, yes. I, I, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, the same thing with uh, Wilmington and Watts and, uh, yes, and the Gateway area as well. Yes, yes. So you're pretty active. Uh, is there any projects that you've done that you actually stand out in your mind? That...
1: Oh, absolutely. There's so many. I don't even know where to start. Um, so in Harbor City specifically, we started a community garden, and we also collaborated with uh, the City Lights Gateway Foundation, and they got the teen Center um, up and running. Well, it's not up and running. I should say we got it started. We still need to complete it. It still needs to be finished because, like I said, we're in a pause because of the pandemic. Um, City Lights um, also moved with the cash skate kids and they got the skate park done we're currently doing a mural at the skate park an inspirational mural um there's there's so many um through the neighborhood councils i don't want to take ownership for the things that we have done together as a group as a community so i would like to say that we together have worked on lots of different um uh, projects um, workshops, um, together. I'm, I'm very much about being united with the community and working with the community.
0: That's good. So I assume you have some of the community people on your staff?
1: I have a lot of community people on my staff. I have a lot of community supporters because I've always been transparent. I've always been um, open and I've always been inviting and I've always been uh, collaboration, in collaboration.
0: So I know you have a big STABA, t- tell me about a, you know, a few people on your staff, uh, or the, the I guess like your campaign manager, and t- tell, tell me about them. <laughs> what do you-
1: Well before we get to, to that staff, I do want to talk about the volunteers and the community members that are involved. So um, when I started putting my campaign together, it was a year ago when I started putting it together. And I um, reached out to the, um, the leaders within every community uh, San Pedro, Wilmington, Watts, Harbor City, and the Gateway, I identified all these strong leaders. And from there, I allowed them to, um, you know, reach out to their community and um, create this, I don't know, this this bond and this, this united front. And grassroots, it's real grassroots, community leaders, you know. Um, I my staff um, is our community leaders. I have were born and raised here in the Harbor area. Um, Joseph Ramirez is, is now my campaign manager, and we work very well together. And we're very grassroots. Albert Ramirez is a consultant, political consultant, and he has been organizing for many many years. Um, and there's others that the community may not know, but they've worked on various campaigns throughout the city.
0: Well. It's just- so are you excited about it? It seems like a lot of fun just just going out there and doing the campaign. Sometimes that's the uh, that's the fun part. But once you get into the job, that's that's the harder part.
1: Actually, um, it's it's so amazing. You know, we're just coming out of this pandemic, and we've all been isolated, and um, being out in the community again is just it's it's um, it's amazing. I'm so humbled to see all of the support. Um, and once I get to the job, I know that it will be hard work, but I know that with the community support and the trust, I, I will flourish. It'll be amazing. We will make, there'll be a lot of changes and a lot of projects that we can do together. So I'm very excited. And by the way, if I am elected, I will be the first Chicana Latina in that seat ever. And so, um, I will, I want to make everyone proud. I'm sure. It's historic. And I planted my headquarters. Our, we just launched this Saturday in Wilmington, California. I picked Wilmington because it really reminds me of where um, my hometown in northeast Los Angeles. And so I, I really, um, I feel at home. And I made my campaign office the, the home, the hub. So my door is always open and everybody's welcome to come in.
0: So, do you know when the actual election is?
1: Yes, June seventh is the primary, but um, there is discussion that it may be moved and may be changed. But I'm not sure. Um, you could talk to my consultants and my manager about that.
0: If someone wanted to help you or in your in your campaign or with one of your whatever walks or anything, yes, what, what would they need to do?
1: So you can go to www sandoval the number four la.com and you can get all of the information you can donate to the campaign you can sign up to volunteer and um we are also on social media facebook twitter instagram you know i'm not a twitter person i don't even know how to work twitter but (laughs) i'm learning social media i'm not a millennial so um i i stick with facebook
0: (laughs) how about email you got it
1: yes we have an email so you can email the campaign at info at sound of all the number four, la.com. Is
0: four your favorite number?
1: <laughs> well, it's the number four. <laughs> Actually, my birthday, nine four. <laughs>
0: there you go. There you go. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: No, I just want to say thank you and you know, to everybody that's supporting me and coming out. And I know it's going to be a long road, and I know it's going to be a, a battle, but I'm used to the battle. I'm used to taking the hard roads, so it's nothing new. And um, I just want to thank everybody on my team, especially for just giving their time and, and believing in me. And, you know, this is not a campaign. I know we're kind of tired of campaigns and politics. This campaign, it's different. This is a movement. We're, we're doing something historical. And so to be a part of that it is so inspirational. And, you know, I just, I want to thank everybody for joining you and giving their
0: time. Well, I want to thank you for being here today and I want to wish you luck in the upcoming election.
1: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you very much for everybody for listening today. If you have an organization or special activity you would like to promote on Harbor Speaks, please email me at harborspeakspodcast at gmail.com. That's harborspeakspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you again and we'll see you on our next show. (laughs) you <laughs>
1: We oh are.